Hi, and welcome back to the Big Book of New Testament Questions and Answers podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Kramer, and I'll be continuing our discussion on the book of Galatians. This New Testament epistle, or letter, was written by the Apostle Paul, one of the most outspoken followers of Christ. He encourages the people of Galatia to return to their Christian faith after they're led astray by false teachings. Let's pick up where we left off. Chapter 4, verse 20. The question is, why is Paul giving up on the Galatians if he had once already turned them in the right direction? The answer is, Paul's not giving up, though he does express exasperation and doubts about the Galatian people. Anyone can understand the exasperation, since Paul has to redo the work he had already accomplished. Hebrews 6 verses 1 through 3. The word translated doubts, or other terms that make it sound like Paul is giving up, simply means uncertainty. Paul is uncertain about them, because they were without Christ or the grace of God when he came to them, then they came to the knowledge of the truth about their redemption in Christ, then they turned away from justification by grace through Christ to the works of the law. This last turning from the knowledge of the truth and grace of God into the lies and deception of human ego and self-righteousness is what made Paul so uncertain, because there's a profound danger in renouncing the faith once we've been incorporated into it. Galatians 5 verses 3 through 4, Matthew 12 verses 43 through 45, Romans 10 verses 1 through 3, Colossians 2 verses 9 through 23, and Hebrews 6 verses 1 through 8, and 10 verses 26 through 31. Chapter 4 verse 22. The question is, why is Sarah referred to as a free woman? Why not just call her Sarah? The answer is, Sarah was a free woman in contrast to Hagar, who was a slave in Sarah's home. Genesis 16 verses 1 through 6. The relationship between Sarah and Hagar parallels the relationship between believers, who are free from the curses and obligations of the law, and unbelievers, who are bound under the law and in their rebellion against God. John 8 verses 31 through 47. Chapter 4 verse 27. The question is, for whom is this written, and what's the purpose behind it? It doesn't sound very comforting to those who can't have children. The answer is, Paul is quoting Isaiah 54 verse 1. You would benefit from reading Isaiah 53 through 55 to get a sense of what this is about. God is describing the work of redemption that his son will accomplish and the significance of that work. Paul is writing this for everyone for this reason. Like a woman who has no power to conceive children, we have no power to preserve or regenerate our own lives. Psalm 49 verses 7 through 15. Even if we can have children, like Hagar did, we're still bearing children of our own fallen human nature, bound by the law and bound to die, just as we are. John 3 verses 1 through 12 and Romans 5 verses 12 through 14. We are the barren ones who have no power to live. But God, by his word, grants us this power to live and generates in us a new person that lives and endures forever. John 8 verses 31 through 32, 11 verses 25 through 26, and 14 verse 6. Galatians 5 verse 1, Ephesians 2 verses 1 through 10, 1 Peter 1 verses 3 through 9, and 1 John 3 verse 9. This passage and the truth it conveys are of the greatest comfort to those who cannot bear children physically because it reveals the tenuous nature of doing so. What good is it to bear children who are doomed to death under the law? What really matters is communicating the word of God so that people are regenerated and become children of God who live freely and eternally. Philemon 10 and 1 Timothy 1 verse 18. Abraham and Sarah had no children and no power to produce them. 
Yet God said Abraham's descendants would be more than the stars in heaven or the grains of sand on the shore. Genesis 15 verse 5 and 22 verse 17. We are among those descendants that God's promises have generated. And since we're generated by the eternal word of God, we are eternal children and God is our father. We in turn, as ambassadors of Christ, bring the word to the lives of others that God may also regenerate new life in them. Matthew 28 verses 9 through 10, 1 Corinthians 7 verses 12 through 16, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 20, and Ephesians 6 verse 4. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope you've enjoyed the questions and answers we've been exploring today. For the complete collection of New Testament questions and answers, visit cph.org. Join me next week as we continue studying Galatians.